And welcome to another episode of the Sartorial Geek Podcast, my web style, where we talk about bow ties, comic books, and everything in between. I'm your host, Webster Style, the man, the voice, the fragrance. And again, let's jump right into the download. And this is a game I am actually surprised that I haven't talked about it before. And if I did, it's been a very, very long time. And the game in question fits the spectacular theme of the month of October. And that game is none other than Ghostbusters, the video game, either the original or the remaster. At least on Xbox, you can still download the original, uh, but I'm definitely focused on the remaster as it is on all current systems including the switch i am someone who grew up on the ghostbusters love the first movie saw it in the theater saw the second one in the theater i have not seen ghostbusters afterlife yet uh, this came out at a time where frankly i wasn't comfortable going to the theater but i am definitely looking forward to whenever it hits a streaming platform that I actually pay for um, sometime in the future. So I am very much a Ghostbusters sort of person. I love the, the cartoon series growing up. I And I'm talking about original OG Ghostbusters. That uh, 2016 reboot, reboot remake movie is something that I had no interest in. And not because it was uh, four female leads, but because it didn't look funny. It didn't look interesting. That was all it is. It could have had four dudes in that role. And I still would have had the same opinion based on what I've seen of the trailers as well as clips of the movie I've seen thus far over the past few years. So yeah, no. Anywho, the reason why I love this game so much is that it was written by Aykroyd and features all of the original Ghostbusters voicing their characters in this game and it is essentially it is essentially ghostbusters 3 and i absolutely love it the premise of the game is you are a new recruit and you go with the ghostbusters through this story which has a lot of shades of uh gozer and that sort of ilk in the first game as well as i believe based on what i know of the story of ghostbusters afterlife a lot of it ties into Ghostbusters Afterlife as well. So I like to think the game is canon to the Ghostbusters story, even though I haven't read anything to say it is. But of course, I haven't read anything to say that it isn't either. But it is an excellent game. It really gives you the experience of Ghostbusting. But more importantly, it's such a love letter to the fans in that everyone is back in this game and with the voice acting it is essentially watching ghostbusters 3 so you should play that game for that alone if you love ghostbusters but it's it's, it's a fun game it's a game that is reasonably inexpensive i believe it runs for about either 15 to 19 dollars at the current time on most stores i may be wrong about that uh, but it is a game that i think you will find hours of enjoyment in and it's one that if you are a ghostbusters fan and you haven't played it yet definitely definitely buy it download it player and that is ghostbusters the video game remaster speaking of remakes and reboots uh this week's short take starts off with a remake slash reboot of a classic from the late 80s early 90s 
and that's house party i don't know what the hell is what this movie is supposed to be it is but if you've seen the original house party and you see this trailer you're you're going to be scratching your head as to why this is even considered a reboot remake the only similarities that it has to the original movie is that they're having a party in a house and it's not even their house it's lebron james house lebron james executive produces movies so he's all through this i'm not gonna lie it looks interesting it looks like it would be entertaining uh but i don't know why it's called house party outside of milking the name and nostalgia and you get a random uh, kid cameo in the trailer but i don't understand why this movie's called house party this movie could have been called anything else other than a house party because it doesn't fit it doesn't even fit the spirit or the plot of the original house party this dude is they cleaners and they clean lebron james house and they catch the idea of throwing this massive house party to get money for i believe this is pay his uh something with regards to his child or child's i don't know i forget but like that has nothing to do with just teenagers and then what about the the father dynamic and we saw robin harris and kid and there are just so many aspects that made that movie so timeless and such a classic at least for my generation that if you're going to call something a reboot remake i would hope that you would keep some themes there and at least based on the trailer i see no themes that are sort of kept and carried over from the original house party to this remake slash reboot of the series so i am i am highly disappointed that it's even called house party it's could work if it was something else in my opinion but the fact it's called house party it just it it doesn't serve the movie justice because it's putting a whole lot of expectations on this movie that clearly it doesn't look like it's going to live up to with regards to plot story so on and so forth it may be an entertaining movie unto its own right but a house party movie it does not seem like it is but that's my assessment from the trailer for house party let's get to a movie that when i saw the thumbnail i didn't know what to expect and as the movie started not the movie excuse me the trailer started i was pleasantly surprised uh, and this movie is violent night for some reason I expected a horror movie. I, I did not expect the movie that unfolded under the trailer. So basically, Santa Claus played by David Harbour of Stranger Things and lesser uh, acclaim, the Hellboy reboot, is Santa Claus. And Santa Claus has to save a family that has been held hostage by a group of mercenaries led by John Leguizamo. And this is Santa Claus with all the magic and disappearing in the fire um fireplace and all that good stuff so it's it's definitely not what i expected but it's definitely interesting and definitely something i will love to watch when it comes out on streaming that's my take on violent night then we have a knock at the cabin and m night Shyamalan has a knack for creating very suspenseful interesting and thrilling shape um trailers for his movie i can't say that the execution of these movies always lives up to the hype of the trailers but uh, this one with dave batista and i forget the others are in the quote um quartet that come to this cabin where they have to and if i remember correctly make a decision in killing one of the parents of this little girl in order to save the world so that's right there interesting 
and they're part of some cults, uh, world-saving cult, something like that. Uh, I'm interested in this movie. M. Night Shyamalan is one that's always been hit or miss with me with regards to this movie, but I'm a fan of Dave Bautista, and I really forget the other three people that are in this cortex. They're recognizable actors and actresses. So it just looks like a, a creepy premise and a very suspenseful thrilling premise as well so i'm definitely interested in seeing this movie when it comes out speaking of another damn remake there are the 80s are a they're littered with slasher movies that time has forgotten and for me growing up with the mother that i have (laughs) um i saw a lot of things i should not see as a child and one of those movies that i barely remember because it's such a it's not a classic but it's more so a classic so to speak because i believe it's one of the first movies after uh jamie curtis did after halloween this is what 1980 uh and that movie is terror train so it was her run of being a screen queen you had prom night uh uh, you also had, I forget the other movie she was in during that time. I think The Fog came out. Fog was, I don't remember if The Fog was before or after the thing, but I think The Fog as well. So you had that whole train of horror movies that came out. Terror Train is one of the ones that most people don't remember. And with that, Tubi, or there's a remake coming out of Terror Train. It's updated with the same sort of psycho clown killer killing people in a Halloween party in the train. I mean, on the train okay great who asked for this remake who thought hey we need to remake some old 80s movies for halloween i know terror train i don't know who thought of this like really but at least you don't have to pay for it because it's dropping on tubi so i don't know when it's dropping it may be out already if not next week at the time of this recording but it is a movie that i always ask the question why did they make this and who is this for who came up with this bright idea? So that's the remake. And now we get to the last short take of the week. During this week, they dropped the trailer for... Now, I have to tell you, I am 44 years old. I cannot believe I've been watching Rocky movies my entire life. This is what, Rocky 9, Rocky 10, technically. Uh, it's It baffles me. And I say that because the Rocky series, especially growing up in the 80s, it was a tour de force. I mean, you had that series in Rocky 2 to three to four the four two three four were like the pinnacle of the series when it like it was like absolute pop culture zeitgeist like it it was unbelievable especially for for so many quotable lines and just iconic characters it's 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 a masterpiece when it comes to 80s 80s film in my opinion especially the action genre and the fact that they reinvented the series focused on the bastard son of a Apollo Creed <laughs> and now you have the third movie in that series is is amazing and if you would have told me this as a child that yeah we'd be watching a, a movie about the son the bastard son of Apollo Creed when you're 44 years old I would have told you you were lying so this movie picks up it's been a seven year gap and uh, Adonis is now it's it's very similar to the Rocky and Rocky 4 where he is now or more so the Rocky and Rocky 3 I would say it's more akin to Rocky 3 than Rocky 4 where you have this rocky he's not soft but he's definitely living the life that he has earned and you have adonis who is doing that and in this case instead of just some up-and-coming boxer who goes rocky into a bout 
Um, and in the case of Clubber Lang in three, you have a former running buddy of Adonis, who the one who did go to jail, who did spend the last 15 years of his life in jail, who is now trying to change something. And Adonis brings him in. And obviously it's one of those ones where it comes in and he bites him in his ass and, you know, he has to stop him. So they end up fighting. You see that from the trailer. It's, it's a lot of some shades of Rocky three and some shades of Rocky five, if I remember correctly, uh, the one with Tommy Gunn. So it was a little bit of, of that in there. So I, I'm I'm interested in it. It's weird because I didn't see Rocky 2, not Rocky 2, uh, Creed 2. And this looks interesting. And Jonathan Major is plays that character. And he's definitely on an upswing uh, with his career. And uh, the pictures have come out and the ladies are swooning on the internet. It's totally funny. Uh, but a Creed 3 is coming out. And I believe that is um, on 11-11, if I remember correctly. Or maybe I'm thinking of Nas's uh, King's Dream 3. Either way, it's coming out in the near future. So check out the trailer for Creed. Well, check out all the trailers. Creed 3, uh, Terror Train, uh, Knock at the Cabin, Violent Night, and House Party. Uh, let me know what you think. So I was going to do a review of Halloween Ends, but I couldn't muster up uh, the time or the energy to watch it. I've seen so many horrible reviews on this movie. I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to let it marinate for a minute and come back to it because I was really excited about it. And I feel like a lot of it has just been dashed so i'll come back to that probably next week we will get into halloween ends but let's talk about something that really did bring me a lot of enjoyment and excitement this week and that is lower decks season three episode nine the penultimate episode of this season and boy let me tell you this was a fun episode i knew with the reporter being on things were going to go awry but the fact that mariner ended up being shipped out and it wasn't even her fault i'm like whoa that was i didn't see that coming but it was just it just made such a really good episode i think story-wise this episode was probably the best of the season uh yes even more so than the deep space nine themed episode i really enjoyed this one i one of the things i love about lower decks is the character building and the arcs that they have and this is one thing i say about lower decks especially this episode this felt more like a episode of traditional trek than probably any of the episodes i've watched thus far and that's not a bad thing but there are many times when you're watching lower decks you know you're watching a cartoon you 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 know you're watching something that's a bit out of the norm when it comes to one of the scripted dramatic live action star trek shows and with lower decks this season i felt like i was literally watching an animated version of one of those scripted live action star trek shows and that's not a bad thing it's just the really the range that the show has in my opinion of where it can be really comedic really silly really nonsensical with things and it has that latitude because it is an animated show but then it can get really serious and show emotion and heart and really dramatic character development and character consequences as well as you saw with this series or this show i've really enjoyed that about lower decks and even more so uh, with this episode i'm really going to be sad uh, next week when the final episode rolls through because there are no new star trek series coming out until february so that means uh one no more lower deck so i'm gonna have to start watching something from scratch let me know what should i start should i start star trek prodigy should i start discovery well i really i guess i've seen episodes one and two of discovery of season one should i start discovery let me know what star trek series 
hell, should I watch Enterprise? A series I've never watched and never cared for. Let me know. Those are my choices. Uh, Discovery, Enterprise, or Prodigy. Let me know on that one with Star Trek as Trekking Out continues after next week. And let's talk about Fall Essentials. Now, one of my favorite items of clothing as an adult that I detested as a child um, for the fall and winter is corduroy, uh, particularly corduroy pants. I have owned very few, really like one corduroy blazer in my time, uh, never a full suit, but I definitely understand the appeal and the sexiness of corduroy. So it's hard to believe the summer has already set. I Let me tell you, with the way the weather is working, uh, in the daytime it's 70, but in the morning it's like 35 degrees. It's crazy. Like, I miss summer already. So, with autumn's uniqueness in that very fact, one of the things I always suggest is that you should grab your corduroy. So, corduroy, what is it? You know, corduroy, we've seen it. We've lived it. We've heard it when we walked, especially with those thick corduroys that many of us had growing up. Uh, corduroy is a texture that features a unique pattern commonly called cords or whales. So that's what those little lines are on your corduroids. The size of a whale is measured in the number of ridges per inch of the fabric. So that's how it measures. So obviously um, big whales, higher per inch, smaller whales, lower per inch, you know, makes sense and this is used to illustrate the thickness the lower the whale count the thicker the whale um the lower the whale count the thicker the whale uh with higher whale count being thinner standard whales usually consist of 10 to 12 ridges per inch so the images of corduroys really many things harken back to childhood memories when our mothers uh proceeded to buy us and make us wear these thick corduroids or the thickest corduroids that you could find i should say and i don't know about you but when you wear corduroy especially the thick ones they always heard you coming corduroy especially those thick ones have those distinct that distinct sound of your legs rubbing together or your just pants legs rubbing together as you walk back and forth it was a nightmare as a child <laughs> Um, so, but in comparison to the varying styles of corduroys that you have today, I don't know. I think it's especially in the eighties, it's like for children, they made one size of corduroy. And as an adult, they're like so many different thicknesses and whales. And when I'm like, where were these when I was a kid? Cause I don't remember these. So with that, when it comes to corduroy, try dabbling with slacks and blazers. Like I said, I haven't really dabbled in blazers too much, but I've had, uh, very uh, thick wheeled uh, blazers in the past and I, I love them not too much the thin ones uh, Alan and Pettit uh, they have had some really nice looking corduroy suits that are very thin wheeled which I think I may dabble into eventually personally speaking so try dabbling they may be best for you finding what works also I feel like the, the thinner wheel pants specifically you will have a better time uh, mixing and matching those and really between casual and dress also now mind you're not wearing corduroy to a black tie event so that scratch that out uh, but if you want a, a business or a business casual look I think corduroys are a really a good way to go so the narrower the whale 
feel like gives you a more casual, relaxed look for play. Uh, but they can still be dressed up for work, as I was saying earlier. So when you choose a corduroy blazer, look for one with medium sized whales. This will give you a great look for a night out on town with a significant other. So I'm looking for a corduroy blazer, looking at it as more of a, a casual sort of or even business casual sort of vibe. Uh, with that so i really enjoy corduroy i look forward to the season where i can dig my corduroy pants out of the uh the bin or the stores that i have those sort of non-summer clothes in. and corduroys as well are really great for the winter and that they are really good at blocking out the cold air uh, for to win- for the winter also so that's my take on corduroy for the part five of the style of essentials for the fall now getting to the fragrance of the week we go back to the house of harmony perfumes in this case we're looking at i believe it's zarpo goddess of autumn and this is an edp excuse me extract to parfum you're going to find at 100 million excuse me 100 milliliters for 155 dollars and the notes on this one reads as such vanilla honey cupcake toasty marshmallow cinnamon bark pine excuse me pumpkin spice amber silk nutmeg vanilla and clove i will best describe this as a gourmand fragrance that is autumn in a bottle this is one that does not fit my style but i can definitely see many especially of the ladies that will probably love this one of the things i love about harmony perfumes is the the limited quantity of them and not saying like oh scarcity increase the price because realistically for a niche brand um small batch brand for 155 for 100 mls that's a, a great price but also the limitedness of that is gives the opportunity to really reconfigure reformulate make new fragrances like this one to fit the season so very seasonal batches as well and that's one of the things i really love about the creativity uh, of harmony perfumes and the mastermind behind them so definitely check out zarpo goddess of autumn again gourmands i'm sorry gourmands are fragrances that smell like food and in this case i look harmony you need to you really need to talk to starbucks because i think this would be a killer drink for the fall like literally i'm looking at everything here you got cupcake flavor marshmallow cinnamon bark this would be a hell of a frappuccino or just in general a great fall hot sipping beverage talk to them think they like it so that's our fragrance of the week and what i'm wearing well this week has been an event of layering so today i layered mont blanc star walker with clean musk from authenticity perfumes because they both have that sort of signature base of musk and one of the things i liked about the mont blanc is you get that that sort of it adds a bit more fruitiness to the top of the clean musk but both fragrances are very clean have that very musk scent to it so i thought it was a perfect combination so far i'm a couple hours in it has been very very pleasant to the nose and we close out the show don't forget to check out our patreon link in the show notes as well as our link to pete and pedro to get your discount on your first purchase of some of the banging colognes that they have there over the website also be sure to check me out every week with my man brian saff over on the nrw checkpoint where we talk about the latest and greatest in video gaming make sure you follow me on social medias on instagram at web style and at Saturn geek on twitter at web 
Webster Style and on TikTok at underscore Webster Style. And make sure you drop me an email, info at WebsterStyleMagazine.com. And of course, anything, everything can be found at WebsterStyle.com. Thank you again for listening. I really value your time. Remember, stay safe out there and be blessed. Smoking hot, rocking this pen so oh. thin. Tie hairline, looking like a stencil pen. No lie, I'm shopping in the utensil. Instrumental, plain dang, homie. I was hoping we could walk out with that bang bang, honey. See them plain James, honey. Get them lame friends, honey. We tell it bit of crazy like that thing came on me. Hey, mommy. Look a lady, main thing. Want me on the scene. Fit popping like a main vein. Running blood color, lips smashing with the hand. Clutch money, holding back. Kind of funny. Can you tell me what's the price I got the range? Rover. Hang on me, when we walking, looking Gucci like that thing sprayed on me. Walking with a lip like an ankle sprained on me. Yeah, I rocked the cardigan. She don't really want me because one man should have all that style. Take it out, clothes on the floor, pass it. No one girl should fit it all in them jeans. So take it up and let me see what's under them scenes. No one man should have all that style. Take it out, clothes on the floor, pass it. No one girl should fit it all in them jeans. So take it up and let me see what's under them on the floor pile and no one girl should fit it all in them jeans so take it up and let me see what's under them scenes oh you wanted to oh i completely read that wrong